Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about what God is doing in the earth. Amen. This is mornings with the Holy Spirit pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. And I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Awakening House of Prayer is my global headquarters here for Jennifer LeClaire Ministries and such. I'm so excited. Come on over to, to the church if you're in South Florida. 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. are our service times. We teach Two different messages. There's two different worship experiences, two different uh, opportunities to encounter God every Sunday. I'm there preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Hey, come on by. If you're not in the region, you can join our online campus. It's free to watch the weekly messages, ahop.online. If you want that deeper experience, you want me to be your virtual pastor, you're in between churches, you want to be in my virtual life group and, and tap into all the resources that are afforded you as an official web church member, you can go and sign up for that as well. Ahop.online slash web church. It's so good. That second service it's not broadcast to the public because it's a school. Our church model is unique because we're a, 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 a how do you say this, a, an epicenter. Uh, we are an equipping center. So we're more than a church. We're a house of prayer and we're a training depot. So our second service is still church-like in the sense that we have worship and prayer, but we also have a school teaching. School of the Spirit at schoolofthespirit.tv is where you'll go if you want to get in on that and you're not in the region. Schoolofthespirit.tv is where you can find all those courses, get equipped, activating the nine gifts of the spirit is the current series. And wow, it has been good. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Let's get into our decree today as those come in from around the world, share and ping because we're going deep today. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, I just like this. We could just stop right here, just read this and just, just have a party. <laughs> just have a celebration. The title of this devotion is called The Enemy is Under Your Feet. Come on, I'm gearing up. I'm revving up. I want to know who's with me. I want to know who's going with. Come on. The enemy is under your feet. And here's what I heard the Lord say. You've heard it said the enemy is under your feet. You've heard it said, you shall trample on serpents and scorpions, and nothing shall by any means harm you. You've read how Joshua instructed his fighting men to put their feet on the necks of the enemies as a sign of their utter defeat. But the Spirit of the Lord says, I know it feels at times like the enemy has you under his thumb and that you can't escape the pressure. But remember my word, says the Lord, Christ is the head of all principalities and powers. You are part of his body. Every enemy is under your feet, says the Lord. My God, my God, my God, my God in Zion. Come on. Romans 16, 20, Joshua 10, 24, and Colossians 2, verse 10 are the scripture references for today. Now let's dive into the prayer and the decree from the devotional. Father, help me not to respond to the pressure the enemy puts on my mind. Give me the courage to rise up and strike the mark 
until the enemy falls at my feet. I decree my foot lies on the neck of every enemy who tried to rise up against me. I declare victory over the enemies that tried to trample upon me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We honor you. We adore you. You are the captain of the hosts. You are the one who lifts our head, the one who loves our soul. You are the one, capital O-N-E. You are the one. There's no other God like you, no other God mighty to save, no other God mighty to heal. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are Jehovah Gabor. You are Jehovah Chereb, the Lord, the sword. And we thank you, Lord, that you've given us a sword. Come on. You've given us a sword. You didn't give us some secondhand sword. You gave us your own sword. You didn't give us some kind of rusty and crusty sword. You gave us your very own sword. You didn't give us a sword that's dull at the edges. You gave us your very own sword, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Oh, the word of God is alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides, it conquers, it overthrows, it slices the enemy's plans to bits. We're so thankful, Lord, that you've given us a superior sword. The enemy, oh, he may have some fiery darts, but we've got the sword of the Lord. The enemy, oh, he may have some flaming missiles, but we have the sword of the Lord, the Lord's very own sword. Oh, Jesus, the word of the Lord never returns void, but it accomplishes that which we sent it to do. Oh, God, help us to be courageous enough to wield our sword today against every enemy that is coming against us. Oh, it's a battle of the wills. Our will is stronger than the enemy's will. Oh, he's coming to steal, kill, and destroy. But our will, coupled with God's will, means we are overcoming the wicked, the wicked works of the wicked one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the sword. Thank you, Lord, for the sword. Thank you, Lord, for the sword of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that we can wield the sword. Come on, with accuracy. Hey, Shabakete. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, help us to pull out of your word whichever sword suits the occasion. Come on, help us, Lord, to find the right sword within the greater sword. The word of God is a help us, Lord, to find the right sword to use for the enemy that is plaguing our minds. Help us to find the right sword for the enemy that's attacking our physical body. Help us to find and wield the proper sword moving accurately in the spirit in the realm of warfare help us lord to find to discover the revelation the sword that will cause the enemy to flee in jesus name help us lord we want to move accurately in the spirit we don't want to beat the air paul said i don't beat the air but i beat the devil come on some of you have been beating the air the lord shows me you're fighting with the wrong word you're fighting with the wrong sword oh the word of god 
God is always good, but you got to use the right word for the right battle. You got to make the right decree for the right devil. You got to go forth in accuracy in the spirit. Paul said, I don't want to beat the air, but the Lord shows me some of you are beating the air. You're, 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 you're fighting, you're fighting, you're fighting, but it's like you're shadow boxing because you're not hitting the mark. You're not hitting the target. You're not using the right word. You haven't pulled out the right sword. God has given you weapons for warfare. They're not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. Some of you need to reassess your warfare battle plan. Some of you need to reassess your your tactics for the, for the battle that you're fighting. Don't beat the air. That's why you're so worn out. It's not actually because of the fight. It's because you're using the wrong weapons. Oh, Jesus, help us to move accurately in the spirit today. Oh, God, we need to pull out the right word for the right battle, the right word for the right war, the right word for the right devil. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, Lord, today that you give us revelation. Jesus, give us the right word. Give us the right revelation. Give us the right understanding. Give us the right wisdom. Give us the right strength. We are totally dependent on you, God. We can't go toe-to-toe against the enemy in our own flesh. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, so we can't wrestle, listen, with flesh and blood. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, so we can't wrestle in our flesh and blood. Come on. We, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We can't wrestle in our flesh. We can't do it. We can't wrestle in the flesh and win. So help us, Lord, to stop trying to take maquete. Help us, Lord, to stop trying to take matters into our own hands and put these matters in your hands because your hands are capable. Your hands are strong. Your hands are ready. Your hands are able. Help us, Lord, to stop fighting in our own strength. It's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Ephesians 6 says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Help us, Lord, today, because we've got it backwards some days. We've got a little off some days. We try to be strong in ourselves, and our strength is no match for the enemy's strength. He's a supernatural being. He's got supernatural power. Our power comes from you, God, and we acknowledge that. So we repent for all the times that we've gotten in the flesh to fight the battle. We repent for all the times we've gotten into our emotions. We repent for all the times we've gotten into our own reasonings. We repent for all the times we've gotten into the enemy's imaginations instead of the God imaginations. We repent, God. Help us to change the way we think about the battle that we are in. Help us to change the way we think about the battle that we are in. God, we are in an epic battle. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to see what we need to see because an enemy exposed is an enemy defeated and the enemy is under our feet. Help us, Lord. Okay. Help us, Lord. I see that. Help us, Lord, today to see literally how the enemy is literally under our feet, literally. Would you help us today, God, to see that in our mind rather than seeing all the death and the drama and the trials and the pain and the betrayals and all of the things that the enemy wants us to look at. He tries to distract us from the reality that he is positioned under our feet. He tries to act as if he is able to do as he wishes in our lives, and he's not. He's a liar. 
the devil is a liar and so is his mother-in-law. So we thank you, Lord, this morning that we have authority over the wicked one. We have authority over the wicked one. We have authority. That's what he doesn't want us to see. We have authority over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we have your authority. It's not a subpar authority. It's not a, a, a sort of a limited authority. It's, a, it's an authority to take dominion, ha, huh, Jesus, in the earth. You've given us authority. You've given us dominion. You've given us a mission. You've given us a metron. You've given us an assignment. And you've given us authority over all the power of the devil. So thank you, Lord, this morning for your authority. Come on. We don't just have a sword. We have the authority to use it. Would you think about this for a minute? Would you just let these words sink into your spirit? Would you let them strengthen you? Listen, why? Because we don't just have a sword. We have the authority to use the sword. <laughs> we don't just have the sword. We have the authority to use the sword. We don't just have a sword. We have the authority to use the sword. Guess what? We have the responsibility to use the sword. God isn't going to use it for us. That's why he gave it to us so that we could use it so that we could wield it. Thank you, Lord, today for teaching our hands to battle and our fingers to war. Thank you, Lord, today for showing us the way through to victory. Thank you, Lord, today for equipping us for the battle at hand. Thank you, Lord, today for promising us, for, 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 for telling us that you always lead us into triumph in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, today for wherever we find ourselves, you are with us. When we walk through the fire, you are with us. When we walk through the water, you are with us. When we walk through the wilderness, you are with us. When we walk through the trial, you are with us. When we walk through the storm, you are with us. When we walk through the warfare, you are with us. You will never leave us or forsake us, even to the end of the age. So we exalt you today as our chief warrior, the glorious, victorious warrior God. We exalt you today in that capacity, the captain of the host, the captain of heaven's angel armies. And we thank you, Lord, that you have set us up for success. And we, we say today that we will not tolerate anything less than your best in our lives. We are going to stop tolerating the works of the enemy in our lives. We're going to stop tolerating the voice of the enemy in our lives. We're going to stop tolerating people who are moving in the, 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 the how do I say this, puppets of the devil. We're going to stop tolerating these people who want to come in and, and just tear up what you've given us to build. We're not tolerating it anymore. Some of you just need to say today, enough is enough. I feel such resistance on this broadcast and it makes me so happy. You know why there's such resistance? Because you all are about to break through to a level that you've not been at. And the enemy wants me to shut up so that you can't catch this revelation. So would you help us, God? Jesus. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy 
that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Thank you, Jesus, that we're going higher. Thank you, Lord, that we are warring from the throne room. Thank you, God, that our perspective is heavenly. Thank you, God, that we begin to see the enemy for who he really is. He is not all-powerful. I said the enemy is not all-powerful. The enemy is not all-knowing. The enemy is not everywhere at the same time. Help us, Lord, to stop giving him glory that belongs to you. Help us, Lord, to stop shrinking back in fear from the battle at hand, thereby forfeiting the fight. I see that, Lord. Thereby forfeiting the fight. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thereby forfeiting the fight. I said, the Lord shows me that some of you have forfeited the fight. But the Lord would say to you today, get back on the battlefield. It's not too late to go in and win, says the Lord. Run back to the battle line, says the Lord, for I have given you the head of your enemy. But you must go in with the confidence in who I am in you, says the Lord. And you must go in with the determination to stay in the fight until you see the last enemy fall, says the Lord. For there is more than one enemy that is coming against you. It's not just the Goliath. It's other giants in the land that have prepared themselves to battle against you until you fall, says the Lord. But you will not fall because I am able to make you stand. So do not flee from the scene of the battle, says the Lord, but stand and withstand in the evil day. For I am able to strengthen you, and I am able to give you wisdom, and I am able even to release confusion into the enemy's camp. I am able to fight with you and for you, and even send my angels to reinforce that which I have called you to do backing you up, fighting with you and for you, says the Lord. So do not be alarmed at the fight that you find yourself in. Do not shrink back from the battle at hand, but press into it, knowing that I've called you to win. I've called you to victory. I've called you to breakthrough. And I myself will bring it to pass through you. But you must stand and you must fight, says the Lord. 
Come on, Jesus. He says, you must stand and you must fight. He says, he is able to make you stand. He's put a sword in your hand. He is able to deploy angel armies in your midst to fight the battle that seems too overwhelming for you. He has you. He loves you. He's with you. He's for you. He's in you. He's all around you. You can't go anywhere where God's presence is not there. So help us, Lord. That was the breakthrough the enemy was resisting right there. Some of you need to go back and listen to that prophecy again. Some of you need to go back and listen to that prophecy again. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you that the victory is assured if we would just step on the battle. We will not forfeit the next fight. We will not forfeit the next fight. We will not do it. We will not forfeit one more fight. We will not do it because when we step on the battle, we step on with the mindset of victory, knowing that the power of God, the grace of God, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, whatever we need is there for us. His favor surrounds us like a shield. So we give you praise, God, and we thank you today because no weapon, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against us in Judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and our righteousness is in Him. So, Father, we thank you that we're winners because we're righteous in Christ. We're winners because of the blood of the Lamb. We're winners because of the word of our testimony. We're winners because we love not our life even unto the death. We're winners because you've called us more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We're winners because of our faith in Christ. We're winners because we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus even now. We're winners because we obey your word. And when we submit to you and resist the devil, he's got to flee. I said, you are winners. You are winners. You are, you've got this. And the enemy is just trying to make you think it's too hard. He's trying to make you think it's too late. He's trying to make you think it's too much. You're too much for him in Christ. He's too late. You already got saved. He's too late. He's too late. If he wanted to still kill and destroy you, he should have done it before you got in Christ. I said, if he wanted to take everything you owned and with no hope of ever getting it back, he should have gone ahead and attacked you and, and stealed and killed and destroyed before you got in Christ. Because now you're in Christ. <laughs> now you're in Christ. And Christ's favor surrounds you like a shield if you'll believe it. Father, thank you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is never late, but the enemy many times is. And we can see him coming from a mile away. Hallelujah. God is good. We're going to shift now into our next segment. We're praying about hiding behind the rock of escape. Hiding behind the rock of escape. I love this. I love this, love this, love this, because David was on the run from Saul. Now, here's the thing. David could have taken Saul out. But he understood that he needed to wait until his Kairos moment. Sometimes we have to listen to me. Sometimes we have to endure the enemy just trying to hunt us down. The enemy harassing our soul. The enemy. Sometimes we have to endure that for a season because it's preparing us for something. Listen, notice how, listen to me. Notice how Saul was never able to catch David. I'm sure David felt the danger. I'm sure David had some adrenaline pumping moments. I'm sure David was very concerned, you know, about what Saul was doing, where he was at, trying to stay one step ahead of Saul. But if you notice, God never let Saul touch David. 
David had to go through a trial, but that was what shaped him. That was what formed him. That was what caused him in some ways to be a better leader than Saul. God allowed David to experience a Saul leader to get the Saul out of him. He didn't ever bend that way. Saul was fearful. Saul was selfish. Saul was jealous. Saul had issues. And he was chasing David around. And David could have taken him out. He could have killed him. He cut off the, the, his robe. He got the sword that was next to his head and the water jug. He could have taken him out. But David understood that he had to wait. But David also understood that his God was with him. And so we see here, Saul is chasing David. So they arose and went to Ziph before Saul. But David and his men, listen, David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the plain of the south of Jeshimon. When Saul and his men went to seek him, they told David. Therefore, David went down to the rock and stayed in the wilderness of Maon. And when they heard Saul, when they heard when Saul heard that, he started pursuing David in the wilderness. Then Saul went to one side of the mountain, and his his men went on the other side of the mountain. So David made haste to get away from Saul. He made haste. I mean, he hurried up. For Saul and his men were encircling David and his men to take them. So here is David is actually being being encircled, like he's surrounded. David, David right here is actually surrounded by Saul's men. They have him. Finally, they've got him cornered. Like they're all around him. It doesn't look like there's any way out. Have you ever felt like that in a battle? Have you ever been in a battle and you, feel just, you just feel like the enemy is surrounding you on all sides and you look to your family, there's a family issue. There's an issue at your job site. There's an issue, you know, in your health. There's an issue with your finances. There's, there's just issues everywhere. It's like the enemy just has attacked you from every area or, or is, 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 is moving in on you. Look, verse 27, but a messenger came to Saul saying, hurry and come, for the Philistines have invaded the land. Now, this is awesome. This was a distraction tactic. Listen, Saul had him right where he wanted him. And all of a sudden, here comes David's reprieve. They came and told Saul, the Philistines are attacking. Saul had no choice. The Bible says in verse 28, Saul returned from pursuing David and went against the Philistines. So David and his men called that place, listen, the rock of the escape, uh, the rock of escape. Then David went up from there and dwelt in the strongholds of Engedi, the rock of escape. David hid behind the rock of escape. He camped there. The New Living Translation says he camped there at the rock of escape. <laughs> It was a place where they say in the commentaries of the Bible that it was a place where you had to slip right through the middle. It was a place, it was like two rocks together, and you had to slip through the middle. It was a smooth rock, and you slid through. It was the rock of escape. Saul had David right where he wanted him, but David escaped because of the mercy and the goodness and the provision and the pleasure of God. We have a rock of escape. His name is Jesus. I said, we have a rock of escape. His name is Jesus. Jesus is the way of escape, right? He's the way of the breakout. He's the way of, of, the, of the fade out. He's the way that we escape when we feel like we're cornered on every side. So, Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning that we don't have to flee we're just hiding behind the rock of escape to regroup, to wait on your movements, to wait for the answer to our prayer. 
We've not stopped the fight while we're hiding behind the rock of escape. We're just taking cover while we wait for you to deploy the angel armies, while we wait for you to send confusion into the enemy's camp, while we wait for you to do what you said we, you would do, while we wait for you to answer our prayer. We're hiding behind Jesus. He is our strong tower. He is the stronghold. He is the rock of escape. Jesus is the rock of offense to many, but to us, he is the rock of escape. We disappear in his presence. You remember that one time when they tried to get Jesus? They were they tried to run him off a cliff, a cliff. They were so angry, and he just disappeared right from their midst. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Thank you, Lord, that you make us invisible to the enemy behind the rock of escape. When we're in Christ, the enemy can't see us. When our lives are hidden in Christ, in God, the enemy cannot see us. He doesn't know where to find us. He won't know where we went because we're hidden behind the rock of escape. He won't be able to see us, much less find us. He won't know where we went. He will be scratching his head. He will be stumped. He will be thwarted. He will be hindered. He will be uh, uh, confused. So we thank you, Lord, today that you remind us when we feel like we're cornered, that you remind us when it seems like we are uh, just surrounded by the enemy. Thank you, Lord, that you remind us to cry out to Jesus. He's the way of escape. He's the truth we need to succeed in the war. His life in us is what sustains us in the hard times. Help us, Lord, to remember that when we feel like we've got nowhere to turn, when we feel like we've got nowhere to go, when we feel like everywhere we look, there's a fire, 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 a fire, a demonic fire, a demonic fire here, a drama fire over there, a relational fire over here. And it seems like everything around us has gone wrong. Help us, Lord, to cry out to the God who saves, to the God who delivers. Help us to break away from what we can see and engage with your heart and hear your words of life. Let the shalom of God rest upon us, even in the midst of the war. Help us, Lord, to find freedom in your spirit, freedom from fear, Freedom from overwhelm, freedom from weariness. That's all there behind the rock of escape. Whatever you need, whatever you need, whatever you need, he is your rock. He is your rock. He is everything you need him to be. Jesus is your warrior. He's your rock. <laughs> He's your rock. He is your escape. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We're not running from the battle line. No, but we will take a moment to camouflage ourselves from the enemy by hiding ourselves in you. We will take a moment to regroup and watch the miraculous hand of the Lord keep us hidden away from the drama and the trauma that the enemy is trying to impose upon our life. We give you praise and we give you honor because there's no other God like you. No other God who is mighty to save. No other God who is mighty to heal. There is no other God like you. No other God like you. No other God like you. And we bow down to you in reverence. We bow down to you. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Did that help you today?
but I want to remind you to, to consider sewing into our missions at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. It's Operation Liberation. You can sew right through the missions arm as well. Now, if you can't do that, you can use the Venmo. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer Leclair. You can use the text to give. The text to give is text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the PO box, PO box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. And if you're foreign and you want to use a, a wire, you can find that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. Whew, I worked up a sweat praying today. My Lord. So God bless you. I will see you back here uh, tomorrow, Clubhouse, YouTube, and Facebook. And we will overcome. God bless you. I'll see you on tomorrow. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 